Welcome to the Sport Manitoba podcast, hosted by Nolan Cole. Welcome to episode 31 of the Sport Manitoba podcast. My name is Nolan Cole. I'm the digital media specialist at Sport Manitoba. At Sport Manitoba, we aim to ensure every Manitoban has access to the resources they need to achieve their full athletic potential. And we do this every day by developing the skill sets of Manitoba's athletes, coaches, volunteers, and officials. We're also the main funding agency for amateur sport in the province. All of our previous episodes are available on all the podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check those out if you're interested. And we also want to emphasize that we followed all public health and physical distancing guidelines in producing this podcast episode. The Tokyo Olympics are finally just about ready to get underway and we'll be keeping close tabs on our Manitoba athletes who will be competing at the Games. And one of those athletes was able to join our podcast just prior to leaving for Japan. We'll talk to her next right after a look at some of our campaigns and sponsors. Kids who have fun playing sports are more likely to stay active and healthy for their entire lives. Sport Manitoba's Value of Sport campaign emphasizes the positive outcomes of participating in sport. Learn more at sportmanitoba.ca and join the conversation on social media with the hashtag ValueOfSportMB. Home is where the heart is, so this summer, show Manitoba some love. Keep yourself and others safe as you explore Manitoba and follow all local travel restrictions. Attractions, accommodations and destinations around the province are working to keep you safe, so check their websites for information on operating hours, procedures, protocols and other safety measures. For safe travel ideas and to get inspired to explore, visit TravelManitoba.com. To celebrate Manitoba's 150th birthday, Sport Manitoba proudly published iconic stories from 150 years of sport in Manitoba. Written by author Sean Grassi, the book showcases outstanding athletes, teams and events that made a profound impact on our sport community, with all proceeds going to Kidsport Manitoba. Purchase your copy at kidsportcanada.ca slash manitoba. 22-year-old swimmer Kelsey Wogg is one of six Manitoba athletes competing at this year's Summer Olympics. And if her recent results are any indication, she'll certainly be worth watching in Tokyo. Kelsey was the winner of the 100-meter women's breaststroke event at the Canadian Olympic Trials in June, setting a personal best time in the process. The 2019-20 U Sports Female Athlete of the Year will compete in the 100- and 200-meter breaststroke events at the Games, and possibly some relays as well. Meanwhile, her coach, Vlastic Cherny, was the Bison's Coach of the Year last year, and he was also featured in our most recent Night of Champions and Coaching Awards. Joining me via Zoom from British Columbia, where they were getting in some last minute training here's my conversation with kelsey wog and vlastic Cherney. okay so i know you guys are leaving for japan in a couple days i'm sure it's been a hectic uh hectic few months for you but maybe vlastic we'll just start with you uh where are you guys at right now and and how many more training sessions did you have before you leave for japan uh so we're uh, 11 days uh, from the show and uh we have um training session this afternoon uh, just a light one then we have two sessions tomorrow and one light session on friday morning and we leave about uh one o'clock in the afternoon on friday kelsey I, I know you had a close call in 2016 you got really close to qualifying so i guess with that in mind uh just missing out on those games can you put into words for me how excited you are to compete this time around yeah i'm super excited to be competing this time I mean, I missed it last time by a very small margin, but I was super young and 
I had a junior meet that summer. So, and then I had like so many more meets between then and now. So I definitely feel so much more prepared this time than I did last. What has the preparation been like for you leading up to these games? Cause I imagine it's been a little different with the pandemic. Yeah, it's been quite a bit different. It's been a lot of training by myself, just plastic and I, but, um, we've done the best we could. And I feel like I've done the best training I ever have. And, and Vlasic for you as a coach, I mean, obviously, you know, with what happened with, with COVID is kind of unprecedented in the sporting world, right. With everyone having to adjust, how, how did, uh, how did you adjust to things and how challenging was it as a coach to kind of keep that motivation going throughout? Well, to say that it was a crazy year is an understatement. Uh, but, you know, uh, we managed. Uh, there were definitely ups and downs. The, the biggest down was when things shut down and we couldn't train. Um, so trying to manage that, uh, you know, was was, uh, was challenging. But, you know, you get over it and you develop a, a greater resilience as a result. And uh, we had some really good opportunities as well. We competed uh, at the ISL, the International Swimming League, in, in November uh, in Budapest or in October. And so that was, um, uh, that was uh, something that really helped uh, throughout the preparation. So even, even when we shut down for periods of time. And Vlasic, just sticking with you here, how much do you know about the envir- environment in Tokyo with all of the restrictions, how different it's going to be, and maybe how you guys are planning to adjust to that? Well, we still know that there, there are a lot of unknowns. So we, we're kind of prepared for any surprise that will come our way. Uh, our support staff and managers uh, are really helping out with uh, providing information uh, so that we can be ready for everything. But I think we're ready for not being ready for everything. <laughs> so just uh, just yesterday, we had to all download about eight apps onto our phone that uh, are tracking apps, information apps. And so that by itself put the Olympics in a very different light. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and Kelsey, I guess, uh, you know, with, with fans not being allowed in the stands, uh, have you made alt- alternate arrangements with family and friends for, for how you're planning to connect with them during the games? I know my parents are having some watch parties with my friends and their friends. So I know that that'll be happening, but honestly, I'll probably just text them when I can. I'm probably going to be so busy and there's going to be a lot of exciting things happening that I won't have that much time to connect with them, but I'll for sure share all my stories with them when I get home. I guess as a swimmer, Kelsey, with, with, uh, with no fans in the stands, um, is that a big adjustment for you? Or do you find you, you, you're able to t- tune out that noise anyways when you're competing? I am not thinking about who's in the stands or like yeah. what's, what's happening. I don't really hear the crowd noise at all. So I think it'll be... It'll be fine. I know I'll miss my my parents being in the stands, but uh, I know they're back home cheering for me. Same question to you there, Vlastic, about the no fans. Are you same similar opinion to Kelsey and that it, it really won't play much of a role maybe compared to some other sports? Yeah, I think other than, you know, waving to somebody that you know in the crowd and have uh, have a more comfortable situation there, you don't you don't really notice the crowds. So Kelsey, just getting to the events now in Tokyo, because I know you, I believe you've qualified for four. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but there's the 100 meter breaststroke, 200 meter breaststroke, 
200 meter medley and the relay. Uh, so of those four, is there one that you're most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to them all. I'm actually just going to be swimming the 100 breaststroke, 200 breaststroke, and possibly some relays as well. So yeah, I'm, I decided to drop the 200 IM for my schedule because it overlapped with the kind of overlapped with the 100 breast and overlapped with the 200 breaststroke. And the breaststroke is mainly what I focus on. What about you, Vlastic, from a coaching perspective for Kelsey? Is there one event you're, you're honing in on or are you just kind of approaching them all similarly? Yeah, so most of our focus and training has been towards the 200 um, as, it, as it being um, Kelsey's sort of favorite event. And, uh, but we do train for the meters as well. We balance it. Uh, because being able, being able to be a little bit quicker in the 100 helps the 200-meter race as well. Kelsey mentioned we, we did decide to drop the 200 just to kind of protect the breaststroke events. It's a, it is a nine-day competition, and, and it can be uh, quite demanding. So, uh, And the 200 meters is towards the end of uh, the Olympics. So just to protect that uh, race, we decided. Your coaching relationship with Kelsey, um, can you give me a little insight into what it, it will be like in an event like this? Do, will you be kind of hands-off in between events or, or uh, will you be engaging with her? And how, how do you kind of approach that? Communication has to continue. You know, you can shut off and um, the preparation goes from one race to the next. So you learn from one and, and try to improve for the next one. Even just simple things as warming up race, I always look as a as a practice for the next race and so that that continues uh, until until basically Kelsey touches the wall on her last race. Kelsey Wog and Vlastic Cherney are our guests on the Sport Manitoba podcast. We'll be right back with the second half of our conversation after this. Extreme storms are unpredictable and can disrupt electrical service without warning. Your power may be off for a few hours or in extreme cases a few days. Be prepared and assemble essential items in an emergency kit that is easy to find in the dark. Include items like a flashlight, extra batteries, water, food that doesn't require cooking, and a manual can opener. Rest assured that in the event of a power outage, emergency crews are working as quickly as possible to restore your electrical service. This message is brought to you by Manitoba Hydro. Sport Manitoba and Doctors Manitoba joined forces in 2013 to launch Fit Kids Healthy Kids. Both partners saw the need to promote physical literacy as a means to combat health risks associated with a sedentary lifestyle such as type 2 diabetes and obesity. Doctors Manitoba has been generously supporting Fit Kids Healthy Kids financially since its inception. Learn more at sportmanitoba.ca. Comair is dedicated to connecting our passengers throughout Manitoba and the north. When you arrive at the airport, all passengers will be subject to a check-in process, pre-screening questionnaire, and temperature testing. Masks and sanitation will be provided throughout our facilities. Our aircraft are cleaned and fogged between flights, ensuring a safe, healthy, and clean environment for all of our customers. We look forward to seeing you on your next flight. So Kelsey, Manitoba, obviously not as many athletes as some of the other bigger provinces, but you are part of that kind of small contingent of Manitoba athletes. Uh, what does it mean to you to be a part of Team Canada with, with uh, you know, just a small amount of, of other athletes from Manitoba? Yeah, it's always such an honor to represent Canada, and I'm super thrilled and happy to be here. I was talking with Lastic about this earlier, but it's kind of cool to come from a smaller place, and you kind of know everybody. 
So I'm looking forward to reconnecting and saying hi to the other Manitoba athletes. I think um, one of them is on our plane, right? Yeah, Kelsey, one of them's on, on our flight, list? Skylar. Skylar Park. Yeah, she's oh. on our flight. Yeah, and then of course there's Desiree Scott, who might be the yeah. most high profile of, of them all. But in terms of other sports, you know, like I don't know how much you guys are going to be able to watch the other events, if that's going to be allowed or not. But are there other sports you're looking forward to watching or maybe some other athletes from other sports who you maybe maybe want to meet? Yeah, I, I've actually thought about that too. So, I mean, it'd obviously be super fun to go and watch Tyler do triathlon and Skylar do taekwondo. I definitely want to see Simone Biles in person. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely a few other athletes that I want to see in person, like even if it's just like around the village or whatnot. But yeah. Do you know if you'll be able to watch the other sports? Like, is, will that be permitted? Um, I mean, personally, I'm going to be quite busy, so I don't think I'll really have time to go and watch. And I, I don't know if we're going to be allowed to watch other sports. No, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think we will be able to uh, uh, watch. It's uh, yeah. typically uh, athletes are allowed to stay longer after the competition. But this is this time it's not the case. Uh, as soon as our competition is over, we have to fly out of Tokyo. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a different experience with, with COVID for sure. Vlastic, just, just sticking with you, you sounded pretty good there. You're coming in clear. Uh, how, how strong do you feel the, the Canadian swimming team will be kind of uh, when you look at the entire competition? How, how do you think the Canadian team stacks up? I think we have, uh, we have some great performances uh, ahead. Um, and uh, some of them that can be uh, uh, in the uh, medal hunt. Um, and so uh, certainly... Um, the women's team is a little bit stronger than the men's team overall and with more possibilities for finals. I think uh, the team is going to do really well. Kelsey, a couple more questions and we'll wrap up. Uh, do you, in terms of the, just the Canadian team, do you, do you know a lot of those swimmers already? Like, have you gotten to know them at, at past competitions? Yeah, I've gotten to know most of them at past competitions. And if I haven't, I've, gotten to know them here for the for a bit and then just just lastly um you know for yourself kelsey do you have a specific goal in mind for these olympics or goals yeah so i think my main goal for all my races is just to just to race to what i've trained and just get up there and be fully immersed in the race is there one thing about the entire olympic experience that you're maybe looking forward to the most I don't know. I'm looking forward to the whole thing. Like I've already been enjoying the training camp here and we got our rings, which was really fun. And it kind of made it feel a bit more real. Anything else you, either of you wanted to add before I let you go? I think just, uh, you know, going forward and um, um, enjoying the moment uh, every day there and, and, it's going to be an experience that, particularly if you're there for the first time, uh, they will remember forever. So, and even for me, who it's now fourth Olympics, it's going to be just as exciting. Even though it's different, it's going to be just as exciting and memorable as uh, the other ones. Thanks again to Olympian Kelsey Wog and her coach Vlastic Cherney for joining us on this month's episode of the Sport Manitoba podcast. We wish them the very best in their pursuit of Olympic success. 
If you like this episode of the Sport Manitoba podcast, give us a rating and review and subscribe to our podcast. Each episode is available anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Give us a follow on social media. It's at Sport Manitoba on Twitter and Instagram and at Sport MB on Facebook. And if you know of an athlete, coach, or somebody else involved in sport who you think would make for a good guest on our show, email me at podcast at sportmanitoba.ca. Look for our next episode in August. I'm Nolan Cole. Thanks for listening to the Sport Manitoba podcast.